set, buddy. How are you? Outstanding, sir. How are you today on this incredibly wonderful, what is it, Monday? <laughs> yeah, and it's, uh, it, it is for a, for a January day. It's just beautiful here. We got about uh, uh, 36 degrees. I'm out in the woods in uh, Massachusetts. Where are you? I'm in the big town. <laughs> well, New York, or what's left of it. Are you and, uh, <laughs> well, this is a great way to start this conversation? Are you actually in the city? I am in the city. I live in the city, yes. Okay. How are things? Give us an update. Well, things are, uh, you know, people are walking around now without masks. They're um, not worrying about the six feet of uh, separation. Things are pretty much going as normal, and I don't see any particularly uh, astounding depression, (laughs) but people are still very uptight. There's no doubt about it because nobody really knows what's going on here because we have no leadership. Whoa. Like everybody's just, what? Everybody's getting away with whatever they can get away with. You know, so people are very nervous and, uh, but you know, they're trying to carry on in uh, the normal state of affairs, I suppose, whatever that means. Not the new normal. Very few people are accepting this as the new normal. You know, eating in these little kiosks the restaurants have built out into the main thoroughfares, which I find totally ridiculous. I mean, to sit in the middle of traffic and uh, with a coat on and uh, sniffing the exhaust from buses and cars and things while spending ridiculous amounts of money for... for uh, Splendid, fashionable Manhattan cuisine. <laughs> but you know, but, but then again, I'm a cynic <laughs> when it comes to certain things. Like, too much, too much getting away with murder, kind of a thing, literally. And uh, you know, people don't know. You see people coming at you in the street. You have no idea if they're sane or they're insane, based on the idea that the jails are uh, being emptied out and people are uh, being arrested and then let go five minutes later, regardless of the crime. I mean, so <laughs> so you have to laugh at the whole thing and just walk uh, softly and carry a big stick, so to speak. You know, I'm, 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 I'm silent because, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I just love hearing you talk. I mean, what else could you be? You're a New Yorker. A New Yorkers are brilliantly cynical, which is a great trait. Um, but no, also, it's, a, it's a natural way. To, it's a natural state of being. Where are you from? I'm from New York. What's your problem? You know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I notice you're building these incredibly huge skyscrapers on Billionaires Row. What yeah. do you think about that? This is not my business. <laughs> if I had twenty-five million dollars, I'd buy a studio apartment up on the hundred ninety-seventh floor. So I can wonder how far down it is and how long it would take to make that jump, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which is right across the street from Carnegie Hall. So you can actually, you know, uh, have a uh, fanfare as you're doing it. <laughs> you know, it's well, interesting you know, that we're online today. It's like uh, this came as a complete uh, pleasant surprise. And I'm glad uh, that I just, you know, pushed things away and said, let's spend some time here with Tom and get some good things going. So I'm glad that we're connected. 
I'm thrilled. I, and the fact that we, um, you know, when when we play this back, I don't, I don't know if I'll edit it or not. There was a little. Yeah, please you know, do. I, I need a, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, this is too rich. This is, I haven't had a podcast with this much levity right up front in spite of, but again, it takes a New Yorker to, I mean, New Yorkers roll with everything. I mean, uh, you know, you guys had the World Trade Center thing. You, you know, no matter what comes your way, uh, New Yorkers have that resilience to uh, to bounce back. Well, I'll be very honest. The legit New Yorkers, not the trans. Yes. Okay, not the That's kids from. Right. And, and and don't take this. Not the people from Iowa. Hey, I'm going to New York and make my fortune. And we see them. Get the hell out of here! You're screwing up the rents. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and the apartments should be like a thousand dollars a month. They got. Hey, these kids are coming in. They don't know what's good. Charge them two thousand. But then yeah. everybody in the building gets screwed on that, you know. But I, you know, I make. You know, I have a good time with it. I laugh at everything. Plus, I see how silly it all is. And you know, I mean, what do you? There are only, you know, there are only a couple of choices, and. Uh, you know, you can become totally depressed and go insane like most people are, or you can see, you know, if you stand back, uh, uh, Charlie Chaplin said, everything close is a tragedy. So it's a close shot. But when you That's do right. a long shot, yeah, it's when you joke. take a long shot, everything is, everything is, is comedy. That's and, right. Oh, uh, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is. You know. well, we don't, I mean, I, I, I this is God playing a, a, a joke on himself, you know, or her, herself. Um, you know, she itself. She, the Godhead is bored, so the Godhead creates a, a life that's kind of fun and dangerous and scary, but also in the long shot, pretty comical. Yeah, I think so. I think God that's, is the big jester. Yes. You know, it's just, exactly. let's see. Let's see what these people want. Ah, uh, okay, good. Let me make them think they're getting it now. Turn it off and turn it around. Off. <laughs> oh, man. What? Hey, man, I can't understand. Why is God treating us this way? Well, you know, God doesn't really care one way or the other. You know, he's probably looking. He's probably saying, he says, they want me to come down in the street. I'm not going down there. I mean, <laughs> those people are nuts. I can't believe what I created. You know, so <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it, it, what was it John Lennon said, uh, life is what happens to you when you're busy planning something else? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, you know, the old Yiddish saying, you know, uh, man plans, God laughs. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. If you want to make God laugh, have a plan. That's it. That's it. So exactly. I keep making plans. I, I keep yeah. making plans because that way he laughs and I throw him off base, you know, so then I can go ahead and do what I want to do, you know. <laughs> yeah. He says, what do you want me to do? I said, do me a favor. Stay out of this, will you? <laughs> oh, well, God, you know, man. again, this is, a, this is a, such a transition. This is so much, this is a juxtaposition here to be uh, so many so many people are so uptight about politics, about the COVID, about the 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 the, the upsetting of their plans that nobody's nobody's laughing. One of my comedian friends said the other day, he says nobody wants to have a good time anymore, and uh, here we are laughing. But I'm going to tell you something interesting, if I may. Go, can we interject some philosophy every once in a while here? Oh, that's that's what this is about. This is a, a called upbeat, and okay. we're trying to stay <laughs> upbeat. Okay, let me tell you. This. 
people don't want to have fun. The people who don't want to have fun are the same people who never have fun. There you go. Okay. <laughs> they're, You're right. they're too busy. They're too busy making themselves crazy by trying to make themselves sane. I prefer exactly. to be totally out of my mind. That way I have no connections to anything serious. <laughs> I mean, obviously when things occur, you know, you deal with what you got to deal with, you know, like human right. equality. I Here's a great one. Like uh, you have all of a sudden this, uh, well, we got to be careful here. We don't want to get too political because certain people will get upset, but you got this um, movement. Why don't we just call it a movement? Yeah. What? Well, let's just call it a movement. That that's safe enough. Yes. Okay. With that, he someone is sitting in the Oval Office. Notice how we get around this: signing blank executive order sheets. Now, how do we? <laughs> somebody yeah. actually took a picture with their took a vid, made a video. Does this guy sitting there signing these blank executive <laughs> orders? And so somebody said, "Well, what the hell's that for?" So they can fill them in later. You know, whatever fits the mood of the day. You know. Yeah. Now, now this new one is like. Lifting the ban on transgenders in the military. Yes. Okay. Yes. Whatever that's yes. supposed to accomplish. Yes. Yes. You know, this so, is, uh, oh, I, 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 yeah, I can't tell you how happy I am right now. I mean, we're, uh, this is a spontaneous thing, but as you and I know, nothing is, is uh, everything has a purpose and there's no, there's no accidents. And these are the that's kind true. of things I talk about. And uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I think we, we the little discussion we had before this, we knew we were going to get into some edgy stuff, but that's kind of the intent, isn't it, to uh, to stir things yes, up a little? Yes, absolutely. I, I also find it very reprehensible that males are allowed to participate in female sports. But that's me. You know, what do I know? I'm just a normal human being. I mean, <laughs> kind of I, thing like that. I mean, right. you can't you can't like you know have a guy. In in a uh, in a wrestling match with 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 a female, and I'm not saying she can't or he can't this or that or the other thing, okay? But come on, it's kind of a little bit stupid to call it a woman's sport and to have a guy in there part, uh, competing or participating. You see, there's too much permissiveness going on, okay? Wow. And, uh, what what? No no, there's too much permissiveness going on, and so values are completely getting reconstructed. But the problem with reconstructing values is you have to have a basis to work from. And apparently they're just like uh, throwing darts up in the air and hoping it'll hit the dartboard. You know, so I don't know. That's what that is. I, I'm, you know, trying to work on what I'm working on, you know. Well, you know, we should let the listener know this is this is really great. This is really – we've got some juice going here. This is lively – you know, we're not, we're not, uh, you know, not, not solid. Oh, we're not, gee, we're not, well, we're not, you know. Right. We're not holding our punches here. We're going to really explode in a few minutes. But I think the thing that, you know, <laughs> we're, 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 just we're just getting warmed up, son. We're just getting warmed up. I love this is, this is, this is the juice is happening here. You, uh, you, uh, when we talked earlier, you, you have a wonderful program. We won't get, get into the details of it yet, but you corrected me at times. Uh, uh, the, the program is give it give it to me again. The re- self reveal, reveal, yeah. self realization, acceptance. R e v e a l, self realization, acceptance. So in in revealing, I guess this has pertinent to what we're talking about. Revealing in the sense of. Um, when you reveal something, you kind of it's like that uh, uh, 
the Wizard of Oz, you know, the guy behind the curtain. You reveal that there is a he's not the wizard and he's behind the curtain. So what revel Hey, let me tell you something. Everybody is the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Everybody's the Wizard of Oz. And the problem is is when people say, Well, I'm not or he is or they are or whatnot, I can't do this, I can't do that. You gotta laugh at all of that, but you have to understand something. When I say self-revealization acceptance, when I am confronted with a challenge or something that, let's just say, for example, I can't really get a handle on it, I can, you know, do some basic lookups and research and stuff like that and try to get get some uh, working knowledge. But the reality of it is, is when you ask yourself the correct question, you ask yourself, the correct question. The information reveals itself to you because you are approaching it with an attitude of accepting a newness of consciousness. Whoa, there you go. And what happens, what happens is your life takes a turn into that direction. And then people say, well, yeah, but it doesn't work all the time. That's right, because you're trying to tell yourself which way it should go and not just accepting it as done, okay? And because you don't accept it as done, you keep looking for excuses for it not to work, which is basic human nature, I suppose. But you got to get past that. And getting past that is called enlightenment. Whatever, you know. So there you go. And it's a, it's a very, very simple methodology that empowers you to correct and change any condition in your life instantly if you accept yourself revealing the answer. Boom. There you go. And I teach people how to do that. I've been doing that for 25 years. And uh, obviously it works because I haven't been arrested. So anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Or sued is the case may be. So, uh, yeah, it works. And the books are available, of course. Anybody wants the books are on Hanshi, H-A-N-S-H-I dot com slash books. Go there, click on it, buy it. If you buy it from Amazon, they'll send it to you. If you buy it from me, I'll sign it and send it to you. And there you go. Well, we'll get into more of that later, I suppose. Well, you know, yeah, because we want to. I want to get back to this permissiveness thing, but in a second, the, there's such synchronicity going on in my life right now, and uh, absolute uh, incredible energy. Uh, somebody read me my horoscope at the beginning of the year, and I don't usually go into those kind of things, but um, it, it seems to be manifesting. And one, this conversation I had was with a person, and I'm going to address it. They're going to listen to this later. Um, I. I couldn't figure out how to get them on live, but um, for years I've been trying to say just what you said. That once they start to reveal, self-reveal their power and their ability to create and recognize their own talents, but there were blocks and uh, all kinds of resistance. You just use the magic word acceptance, acceptance versus resistance, and as a result, didn't wasn't living up to full potential. It was always, uh, there was always hardship. There was scarcity. There was lack. There was worry. There was fear. And then all of a sudden in the last, uh, I guess, few months, she's become extremely aware of, uh, and seems to be revealed her power. And I could, 
I told her today that we were we were in sync as opposed to uh, hit and miss. You know, dodging resistance. I'd make a you know trying to reach and and say, listen, you can do it. Blah blah blah. And oh no, but I have to face my reality and blah blah blah. All the things that you just covered so beautifully. And uh, and all of a sudden she's got it, and you can tell by her conviction, she will change everything and bring a whole new reality to herself. Well, that's it, you know, because self-revealization acceptance is a profound reality facilitation concept, okay? In other words, you know, you have to understand most people are governed by negative sentiment. I'll tell you that in a minute. And the manipulative grace. Negative sentiment is when you want to do something, but you're not going to do it because you don't want to hurt somebody else's feelings, more or less, to what I could do. You know, it's like, see, I want to go horseback riding. Well, don't do that because a friend of mine went horseback riding, fell off and broke their leg, and I don't want you to break your leg, and then you're going to blame me for not having stopped you. You know, or, or ridiculous things like that, you know. Or that'll never work because Joe tried it and it didn't work. So who are you to think you can do it? And people say, geez, you know, I think you're right, man. Wow. But manipulative grace. No, I do an entire seminar on that. Manipulative grace is another one. That's absolutely wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad you're doing that. Can I help you do it better? You know, <laughs> no schmuck. If I wanted you to help me do it better, I would have asked you to do it in the first place to screw it up. Go, you know, go away, man. You know, <laughs> and this, this is what people people are too concerned with what other people think. On the other hand, you got to get to the point where you don't over go overboard and become totally like you know, like the lunatic fringe where you know like. Uh, you're totally devoid of any kind of contact. See, it's one thing to be uh, detached from things, but you can't disassociate yourself from society unless you go live in a cave on the mountain. But even if you go live in a cave on the mountain, you got to worry about the park ranges. So where are we going with that? You know, so the, so I mean, so all of these things are real, you know. Hey, man, you're going to the street. You better wear a mask or we're going to arrest you. Uh, okay. Okay. So, hey, I saw you in the in the street the other day. I'm glad you had your mask on. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. You know, I don't want you to be selfish and get everybody contaminated. No, I'm not going to do that. I mean, the only person I'm going to contaminate is myself because I'm breathing in the foul air. You know, but that's another thing. You know, it's not thing. Or go take a vaccine so you can become a zombie. You know, <laughs> kind of a thing. Which is which cracks me. I don't. I'm on a roll here, Tom. I mean, but <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting this either. No, like, like Pfizer has now says we we can't we can't supply the vaccines. We're having we're having manufacturing issues. No, you're not, schmuck. You're having quality control issues because you people don't even know what the hell you're putting into the damn thing, and you're giving it to everybody, and people are starting to, you know, like walk down the street and fall over. I mean, I may be exaggerating it, but that's well, it. You, know, you can't come out all of a sudden out of nowhere. We have a, we have a, we have a worldwide epidemic. Stand by. In two weeks, we're going to have a vaccine. Boom. Okay, man. Well, if you got that, Jack, how come you can't cure cancer? You know, give me a break. 
<laughs> you know, you're talking about the same thing here. And don't forget, I'm in my middle. I'm in my middle eighties, so I can get away with a lot of crap. I mean, but <laughs> but at the same time, it's very real. People look at the same thing. They think the same thing. So, well, wait a minute. How can he be doing this? And then all of a sudden, now now all of a sudden, let's have some fun. He was Hank Aaron. They had the shot. They had the shot maybe about a couple of weeks ago. Boom. Hey, man. (laughs) Whether or not that's true or not, I have no idea. There's no way to know. But rumors rumors start flying all over the place. Nobody knows what the hell is going on. So that's why the best counsel you can take is your own counsel. You know, use your head for more than a hat rack. Protect yourself. Be aware of where you are. Don't go into harm's way intentionally. And keep a right attitude like, hey, my mind keeps me focused. And therefore, when I go into something, I'm aware of where I am. I'm aware of what I'm doing. Okay. And that includes not uh, using texting messages while I'm crossing a busy thoroughfare on foot. You know, that kind of a thing. And then all of a sudden, boom, get hit by a truck. What happened? I don't know, man. I was minding my own business. So I I don't know. This is this is almost as this is almost as much fun as stand up. I don't know. <laughs> Are we gonna do you know, with this? I, I, I bet I, we get a lot of money for it if we can find the right people. Because right, right. Um, I'm, that, that's my friend. I'm gonna. Uh, I'd love to call. Is it okay if I bring a guest in? What do I care? It's your show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A gal? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to have a little tea party without the tea. Okay, let's do it. What's her name? Uh, Rebecca. Let me see how I call her. Okay. Watch, uh, watch, the, watch the entire tone change. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Bring her on. Bring her on. Yeah, um, let's see. I don't know why it's not giving me. Oh, oh, there's the phone thing. Here, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna call her. And um, the reason is because you're, you're you're hitting on all cylinders here, and it's the kind of thing that she loves to hear and talk about. She's a very spiritual gal. She taught me um, silver mind control about 14 years ago, maybe more. And we sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> God, 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 I'm okay. Go ahead. Man. And, um, Mind control. Yeah. Well, ahead, you know, it's not similar from from a lot of things that you talk about. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, she's a great gal. She'll get a kick out of it because you're you're talking her language right now. We're talking about you know vaccines and we're talking about the the situation in the world and um, so bring yeah, in yeah, Right, here we go. Come back up. Hello. You are on a podcast. Yes. Oh, great. How are you? This is Hanchi. I'm going to introduce you to Hanchi. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Nice to meet uh, you. Well, thank you. It was certainly a pleasure to speak with you. I've heard so much about you. And, uh, well, I mean, you know, for the yeah. past, uh, you know, few minutes. So uh, this should be exciting. Well, well, let me give you a little background. Hanchi and I um, met a few years ago when I had my, I also have a children's podcast, which I haven't done in years, but uh, I wanted to find authors, uh, children's authors. And all of a sudden in my search, I found Hanchi who did did these fabulous little parables, uh, 
Buddhist kind of parables. Uh, yeah, Easter, cherry blossoms you know, for children. Yeah. And, and, oh, nice. Life yeah, lessons to grow by kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, and deep, 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 deep. And, you know, Rebecca, you and I have been realizing that there's a lot going on in the in the world. Constellations are going crazy. We've got incredible energy going on right now. The world's in upheaval. And so I went on to LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago, and there's Hanchi. Now, he just told me, I didn't know that you're in your mid-80s, but listen to his energy and his power. Um, and he's also a martial artist. <laughs> he's a doctor, he's a doctor, in divinity, doctorate in divinity, and he's a martial arts expert, and he puts it all together, and he's got a program called uh, Revealness. Uh, and, no, uh, man, oh, not self. self. Repeat that for me. Self. Go ahead. Self-revealness. Revealization. Revealization, yes. Self-revealization. Acceptance. Yes. Yeah, and acceptance, and we're talking about acceptance, we're talking about things, but also, we just, we're talking about current affairs, and he, he gave me an update on New York, how things are really silly down there, and what touched us off today, I told him about my concept of pervasive permissiveness, so we've got a kind of a free flow going here, um, where we can go back and forth to all of these things, uh, so uh, I'm just going to, Hanji, just continue on your, uh, he's got a great sense of humor, he's got that New York cynical uh, sense of humor in spite of, you know, that reason. Hey, I'm not to- cynical, hey, you know, forget it. <laughs> well, well, Rebecca is a New York gal. She I'm a there. nice she- person, forget about it. <laughs> Rebecca, you know what it is, you live there. Oh, I lived in New York many times. I love New York City, yeah. Where did but, you live? Um, do you, are you in, well, I lived all over. I started living there in the 1960s on Lexington and 37th, then I moved to Greenwich Village. Park Avenue, um, the Upper East Side, East 81st Street. I lived everywhere. I was in and out because I was a flight attendant for many years, and I used to go back and be based there for a while and wow. um, hang out in New York. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great city. Rebecca wrote a book called The Secrets of a Metaphysical Flight Attendant because she's had amazing a metaphysical-, metaphysical flight attendant. Yes, Yo. isn't that an oxymoron? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My career woke me up. Yeah, we're not allowed to call you stewardesses anymore, right? And that's no, what I we used to call when I was when on. I started. I'm taking a TWA. Yeah, hey, look at all the stews on that plane. Yeah, I'm taking that flight. You know that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Then they became. Hi, I'm a flight attendant. Hey, get out of here, will you? <laughs> That was because we hired men, and we, they couldn't say steward slash stewardess, so they came up with a new name. That's the I'm going to tell you something. Can I be chauvinistic here? Go ahead. I loved being on a flight, seeing beautiful girls coming down the aisle with you like coffee, and they're wearing their dress, and they're wearing skirts like normal human beings, you know? And like, like all of a sudden, overnight, what is this? Okay, it turns out to be like everything's politically correct, and flying became a drag. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you got that right. Yeah. And and like yeah. yeah. I said, or I would say, so she'd bring coffee. So thank you, dear. That's very, you know, thank you, very dear. I, you know, like a little more cream for me. Yes, sir. It'll be right there. Did you call me, dear? <laughs> yes, because I'm, because I'm looking for 
I don't. I want to have a fist fight with you, lady. <laughs> I mean, you know, certain things. You know, I'm from the old school, whatever that means. And you sort of yeah, hold the door, walk on the outside when you're walking down the street with a lady. Hold the door, help her with the chair, help her put the coat on. I don't need your help. You certainly do. The more you say you don't, the more you do. Let me tell you something. I said, I can take care of myself. All right, well, can you take care of me, too? I mean, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Let's, let's let Rebecca jump into this conversation. We'll make believe she's here. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> Talk about all the time. Go she's ahead, laughing. Rebecca. She said, that's good, you know. Rebecca, feel free yeah. to tell me to shut up anytime you want. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. I, when I started flying, it was the golden age of aviation, and they hired young, beautiful women specifically because like everyone you, had no fear doubt. of flying. Oh, That's right. she is. Like, good oh, yeah. She, she oh, is good yeah. I had a no, blast. That's it. That's my... it. Who wants to fly yeah. 5,000 miles at, at Ten miles up in the air with some skank running up and down the aisle. You know, forget about it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it all changed. (laughs) I have a chapter. And and those are the guys. I mean, (laughs) yeah. No, I have a chapter in my book called "You Might Need a Private Jet." (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God! Okay. Hey Rebecca, we haven't had this much fun on a podcast. Or do or do some teleporting. Hi, here I yeah. am. I'll be right there. Zap! Hi, here I am. I had to get here. I just thought myself here. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love metaphysics. <laughs> you know. Oh, you know, it's a know. fascinating science. It's fascinating. Yes. yes. Yeah. How, how but have you have a doctor in divinity. Are you? What yes, is it? I am. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah, well, you got to do something to keep busy, so I figure, what the heck. I am, It's based on my books, uh, Self-Revealization, Acceptance, Your Divine and Earthly Right to Live in Joy and Freedom, and the companion book, Practicing Self-Revealization, Acceptance, 52 Weekly Ascensions to Empower Your Life. They're both available. Mm-hmm. You know. Nice. Get down, well, the name of my company is Inner Power. And I teach people how to become sovereign, claim their inner power, connect with the divine. I'm totally on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People need to hear these messages today. There's so much fear in the world. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And you got to be careful because when you start talking about freedom of mind, you got to start wondering about, like, I wonder who's listening to this phone conversation or they're going to bang my door down. You know, that kind of thing. You, you're under arrest. You're making people think, you know, that kind of thing. No, but you have to, people have got to learn that they are divine emanations. You know, when the world, the world, the universe was created, it was created specifically with each individual emanation as the center of the universe. See, and once you accept that as a reality, there's never a need for conflict. Because if I'm the center and you're the center, there's not a problem of me, hey, get out of my way. Because there is no out of my way. Everything is exactly what it has to be. And that's it. Right. I'll keep quiet. Yeah, I go along with that philosophy. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, you know, all things happen for a reason. We all listen. There are no accidents. The fact that the fact that the three of us are together talking in these beautiful thoughts is, it to me, is electric. And and um, one of the things that it's funny because Rebecca and I um, traveled our individual path, but then at different times, but we somehow stumbled on the same works at the same time. And, and one of those works was the, uh, the Course in Miracles. And, uh, you know, when you get through with that 1,600 pages and all the workshops, what it really came down to was two basic principles. Number one, there's only two choices, love or fear. And there's always, always only one problem, separation from source. And that's a summation of what the both of you were just talking about. Hmm. Don't be okay. separated from who you are. No, you see, problem people get confused with what they are with who they are. You know. Uh, exactly. People say, "Well, who are you?" Well, I'm a lawyer. No, no, no. That's what you are. Who are you? You know, that's a whole different thing. You know, that kind of. And like, so uh, right. you know, I, I, I get a lot of people that are like walking psychoses, you know, and I got to straighten them out, man. And like, but it's okay because I do it with a, a bit of levity. And I also let them know that there is no need to go into extensive meditation, extensive this, extensive that. Self-revealization except is an instant karma, reality facilitated, if you will, Okay. And, like, uh, there are very simple ways to accomplish things without finding out the root cause, which is unnecessary, finding out the root cause of your dilemma. The root cause of your dilemma is something you're never going to get rid of, okay? You cannot possibly get rid of it. So what you do, you deny it authority. And moving right along, you don't let it interfere with any of your joy and freedom. And that's uh, how I approach the entire matter, you know? Now, there's lots well, of people, you know, lots of systems and things like that, and essentially they're all trying to ascend to that level. And uh, once in a while I come across one that can, but uh, not too uh, often. So, uh, well, you know, I maintain a certain level of uh, proprietariness. Rebecca, no. you, you can relate to this because you had your, your moment, your, your epiphany, your, your, when you were woke. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had, I, I've had spontaneous healings of a diagnosis of cancer when I was in my 20s. And I went to a spiritual healer, and one statement awakened my consciousness to the realization that I have a higher self that's connected to the divine and I was completely healed instantaneously, and it transformed my consciousness. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. That's but absolutely correct. I had to go through, a, you know, it was like my greatest fear came upon me, and I was in very, very dire um, straits as far as fear from what the doctor told me. So that pushed me to the wall, and I had nowhere to go but to get healed because I wouldn't accept surgery or death as the prognosis they were so you're a very special person in what yes, very special person yes well, well i've know. learned that most people aren't that interested in spiritual healing it's very hard i think for the human mind to accept that the supernatural is natural i like that that's huh? one thing i've found out 
The supernatural is natural. Oh, yeah, it's natural. When you know what the laws are and that we're already perfect and we always have been. But, you know, you got to keep yourself in that state of consciousness. And obviously you, your, your background and your, your teachings and your books help people get there. You know, it's, um, it's an interesting process, to say the least. For one, to completely free themselves from all human anxiety and fear. And I think during this time of the Great Awakening, this is the big test for a lot of people. You know, you get it in many different forms. But now it's clear to me that um, this is the perfect setup. Put your money where your mouth is. If you're a spiritual being, what are you afraid of? Can you go through this? And, um, it's, you know. Conchi, are you there? Did we lose him? Conchi. Oh, I thought we might have. Oh, he's... maybe we left him. Let me, yeah, let me call him back again. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, but uh, well said. This is fun, huh? Very spontaneous. What do you think? Well, that's why we get. That's why we get the big bucks. Well, here he is. Yeah. We thought we lost you. <laughs> Go ahead, Hanji. I'm here. Oh, okay. Go ahead. We need you to talk. <laughs> Can you hear me? Here we got you now. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yes. Oh, okay. So what, about, what do you want to know? Ask me questions. <laughs> well, you know, Rebecca just had a lot to say. I mean, any uh, comments on that? Well, no, I, I just said that's why I wasn't saying anything, because she was right on the button with a lot of things. And it takes a very special intelligence. It takes a very special individual to accept themselves as a divine emanation. And once you accept yourself as a divine emanation, there is no such thing as interference with your perfection. It's as simple as that. So, like, uh, she's got it. And obviously you've got it because you put us together. So everything is working. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm having trouble with the second word. Divine, what's the second word? Divine and, uh, yeah, divine and earthly right to live in joy and freedom. Yeah, but you call it divine emanation? What is it? Well, no, you're a divine emanation of the creative oh, power oh, of the oh, universe, oh, and that makes you perfect. I got it. E-M-A-N-A-T-O-N. Yeah, you're an emanation. Yep. Absolutely, you're an emanation. A lot of people say, yeah, well, living on the earth, it's all an illusion. It is not an illusion, Okay. It's not an illusion because I am actually physically representative of what it is I think I am, okay? So how can it be an illusion? It may be a misconception, which is a whole different thing, but then they say, well, what happens when you die? I says, I have the vaguest idea, but if I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> well, how are you going to let me know? I'll bring you aboard. I mean, what do you mean, how am I going to do? I just, was just, hey, what happens when you die? What do you mean what happens when you die? Nobody knows what happens when you die. I do know that you make a transformation. I know that, or a transition, as the case may be, okay? But you're not going to come by as a butterfly. You're not going to come by back as a uh, parakeet. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you will. But as far as I'm concerned, you come back according to what is required by the creative power of the universe to fulfill the needs of it. Not you. 
Right. You are a direct extension of the Yemen of the creative power of the universe, and what it is that you do in this life, quote unquote, is based on the specific needs of the creative power of the universe and the spirit of the thing itself that enables you and empowers you to accomplish great things. You get in your own way because you think you know more about the creative power of the universe than the creative power of the universe does, which is impossible. How can you know more about something that you can't even conceive of? So just accept yourself as perfect and keep your nose clean and don't go looking for trouble. It's as simple as that. But you got to, it takes years and years and years to get to that level of consciousness, you know. Would you agree or not? Rebecca, take it away. Oh, it's, it's a process. I mean, I started, um, you know, when I was a little girl, I was always wondering, what the heck are we doing here? What is it to be a human? You know, I was always asking the big questions. And then, um, you know, my flying career brought me in front of different teachers that I met along the way. And I started realizing it's very important to learn how to get a handle on how to control your own mind that is always happy, happy, and then depressed, and then almost like bipolar. They call it the swing of the pendulum. And if you're always just reacting to everything, you have no control. So that was my first indication that there was work to be done. But then when I had that spontaneous healing of cancer and my consciousness just opened up to the realization that I am connected to a higher intelligence. That really got my attention. And my fear disappeared. And then I went through life, tested, you know, three husbands, lots of experiences. Three husbands? That I had to, three husbands. <laughs> They're all in my book, Secrets hey. of a Metaphysical Flight Attendant. And, um, you know, it's always a lesson. I kept learning more and more lessons. But I think that's what life journey gives us is an opportunity to grow learn um and and every time a big lesson comes up the secret to solving that problem if it appears to be a problem is to go into the christ consciousness the higher consciousness and you can neutralize it dissolve it bring more love into the situation and it gets transformed there you go yeah. There you go. Yeah. I take it to a different <clears throat> perspective, though. You say you're connected to the higher consciousness. I believe you are, you are. the higher you consciousness. Yeah. You are. The, yes. And therefore, in the same way that the higher consciousness screws up, according to your earthly perspectives, you just look at the same thing. Whoops, I really screwed that up. Okay, let me restructure that. <laughs> Boom. And you, just, and you just straighten it right out. I mean, it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe my life is doing How can my life be this? I mean, everybody suffers from bipolar at one point or another. You know, I think yeah. that's a natural evolution, okay? But the thing is to laugh at it on both levels. Right. right. On both right. levels, okay? Hey, I'm very happy. Well, I better get over that. You know, <laughs> or, or I'm very sad. Well, you better get over that. See, because I'm a, I'm a believer in one thing. There is no such thing as yin and yang, which is not mm. to suggest that yin and yang do not exist. And once you get a handle on that, you know, you put all the parameters of uh, positive, negative, yes, no, good, bad, and all those things. Get rid of those things and conduct yourself accordingly 
with aplomb and dignity to any given situation, okay? So, I mean, if, mm-hmm. a, if, a, situ- if a situation like what we're having right now is light, it's fun, it's not, you know, solemn, it's not like serious or, you know, that kind of thing. It's loose, it's light. But should it get into a situation where we have to develop an intense uh, understanding or an intense exploration of something you can't be walking around blah 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 you gotta you gotta have more of a focus on what it is you're doing so this is very good because it's lighthearted, okay and we're touching on fundamentals we're not touching on deep-rooted things to get into deep-rooted things we have to pick a particular thing which will let dr hayes decide what he wants (laughs) us to get into as a very profound uh discourse or something like that I would just proceed that way too. You know, I'm only kidding. I hope you got a sense of humor. Of course, you got a sense of humor. <laughs> you don't have a sense of humor. That's your problem, not mine. I mean, where, you, know, <laughs> so you know, I think <laughs> there you we go. The, the, you know, we we brought ourselves together um, because we are the divine, and uh, we decided to have fun with the three of us. I think we're on to something really special here. I think we've got the Howard Stern spirituality hour. Um, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. What we should do, if you want to do it, and you're in charge, see, that way I take the squeeze off of me and put it on you. This is called manipulative grace. What I was talking about before, well, gee, Tom, this is a wonderful thing. Why don't you establish it to a higher level, and let's see what we can do for you. You know, I guess, no, man, you put it together, and we all come together and says, okay, today we're going to discuss how to make a pizza pie uh, without using eggs. I don't know. You know, I'm just uh, coming up with it. And, and so you develop that, and you come up with the different ideas, and people will have the option and the opportunity to join in, ask questions, and we'll hit them with it. You know, we'll take, okay, here's my answer. Here's Rebecca's answer. Here's Tom's answer. And they're all hmm. correct. Well, if they're all correct, right. which ones do I take? The one that works for you. Bingo. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. There yeah. is no magical mystery tour. Or, or, well, the Beatles, you know, hang on for the <laughs> mystery tour. You know, everything is very simple. There is no confusion. Okay. Confusion comes from when the fact you can't accept yourself as a divine and magnificent creature. That's where it comes from. I mean, and enlightenment is not one of these permanent things. Enlightenment is based on specificity, okay? I'm enlightened about this, but I'm pretty damn ignorant about that. So let me see what I got to do to get myself together with that and apply my enlightenment and free myself from the contingencies of restriction based on... Yo, mama, what's happening? So anyway, so there you go. Yeah, That's pretty, yeah. yeah I find there's always down? something to work on. Huh? Yeah. There's always something to work on. But when okay. you have the tools, when you have the tools, because you know that you have spiritual sense, you know, some people call it the fifth dimension now, but there are ways to resolve um, inharmonies and problems that seem to come up if you've got the tools. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Here comes here comes the commercial. Yeah. Self revealization acceptance is the tool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm know, sure I, it is. 
And uh, it really works. It really works. It's very simple. And uh, what you got to do is uh, have self-respect for yourself and your own intellect and your own consciousness. Hey, you know what? I am a perfect being. I may have a couple of flaws here and there, but then again, nobody's perfect except me. I right. mean, you know, so, so even right. in your imperfection, okay, because there is no such thing as failure, okay? Everything is a complete and total success. If you're a failure, it's because you don't understand the concepts of winning. You know, we're, we're making, we're doing a broad uh, generalization here, man. But the whole thing comes down to, do you understand selfishness? Okay. We, well, of course I understand. So, well, what selfishness? Pure selfishness or impure selfishness? You want pure selfishness. Pure selfishness, everything I do, I do for me. And everything I do for me empowers me to do everything I can possibly do to help you. If it's impure, hey, I'm doing it for me, but I'm not sharing it. Screw you. Ha ha. You know, that's not good. So that comes back mm. at you. But if you do everything, I'm doing this. I'm doing this, uh, this rap that we're doing here between Tom and Rebecca. And I'm using a third person, okay, because I have a message to deliver. The message I'm delivering is for me to reinforce my own understanding of myself and at the same time to give it out to others so perhaps they can use it and they can be uh, avail themselves of, uh, shall we say, uh, the uh, negation of uh, manipulative grace and the riddance of negative sentiment. Bada bing. Right. Whoa. What do you make well, of this up, baby? Well, can I jump in here? No, for a no I am. What is she making for supper? I, you know, I mean, nothing. I don't give a I'm having, yeah, I am having so much fun with this. This is because I have to. The, what you just said about this affirmation of who we are when we—I mean, this is just great feedback. This is like you know this viral feedback mechanism right now, where we're in touch with like beings and we're just feeding on each other. Because because out there in the world, we're we're being assaulted. You know, and one of the things that Rebecca and I do every day that, you know, I try to remind her lately, she, she hears me saying to her, Rebecca, thank you for being in my life. Thank you, because this is the safe place. This is the sanctuary where I can go to after getting bombarded with, you know, all these negative impulses going on and not like minded people. So uh, you, we need this. And this is, uh, you know, you, you don't. I don't think we ever get beyond this where we have to retreat to a place where we feel comfortable and <laughs> we're not assaulted, questioned. I mean, which is Rebecca's going through it right now. I'm not going through it as much as I have in the past, but this is, this is beautiful stuff. We need, and you just said it, uh, Hunchy. You said you, it's a way of reaffirming who you are. Am I right? Uh, yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I know who. Well, I am. and you know, I, I, I like the point, the point yes. you make that you know you're a divine idea and you you're you're entitled. It's your birthright. See, very few, most people have been told you're not good enough. You're a miserable sinner. You're not going to be happy until after you die, or some crazy story like that. And That's it's right. beating them down, and they're afraid to claim their sovereignty and their dominion. They're afraid to claim it. They think it's uh, it's um, blasphemous almost. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, they don't understand that it's their it's their birthright. Exactly. Exactly. You were yeah. created for a particular reason. 
And all you have to do is just laugh at you. You know the funniest thing I ever saw in my entire life? I'm going to take. Can I can I confess? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. The funniest thing I ever saw in my life was me in front of the mirror naked. <laughs> I was just, what the hell is that, man? Where's my Adonis? I used to be an Adonis. Now, yeah, I look okay, man. Yeah, well, I don't need hair. And no. I'll go, let me go get my teeth, my upper palate, my plate over here, put that in so people don't think I'm toothless groggins or whatever. <laughs> And you just look at yourself and say, hey, you know, everything is good. Yeah, I go through my changes. Everybody goes through their changes on a minute-to-minute basis. How the hell can my life be so screwed up? I can't believe this. And I'm supposed to be the enlightened one. Well, (laughs) if you are the enlightened one, get over it. Okay. I'm very depressed. Well, I'll give you a half hour to get over it. Yeah, okay, yeah, because I got to go take care of it. I got to go take the garbage job. I don't want anybody to see me depressed. You know, that kind of a thing. You know? <laughs> I mean, right, I read books. I write books. I work out. I play my music. Right now, I'm listening to Shostakovich's Complete String Quartets. So, mm. why the hell are you listening to that? Because I like it. What do you mean? <laughs> what? I got. I said, well, I'm, I'm trying to impress some good people here, man. You know, no, and I listen to myself. I'm into my string quartet period. That's it. I'm also into working on new uh, musical ideas. I'm working on a new novel. I'm working on uh, a couple of other uh, projects I got going. I keep going. I said, like I said, what do I got? Another 25, 30, 40 years, maybe. Maybe I'll get something done. That's it. You know, yeah, that's the attitude to have. I mean, I I do YouTube videos and podcasts, and I I spent five years um, traveling the country giving a two day workshop, teaching people how to get down to that alpha level of consciousness where they could go within their subjective consciousness and think the thoughts they want to think rather than just thinking by default. That's how right. common I met. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, getting control of your mind and awakening yourself to your, you know, your true, true identity is a good thing. <laughs> and you really you know, want to find yourself. You really want to find yourself. Lose your mind. <laughs> right, right. That's a good one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. You know what I mean by that. Totally. You know what I mean by that. Totally. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. You oh, want yeah. to find you yourself, know. go lose your mind. Okay. Well, I hey, tell myself is- all the time, I'm not my body and I'm not my mind. I'm much more than that. You know, I'm, I am, my true identity is not my human mind and it's not my physical body. And the more I turn, turn my thought away from that aspect of me, the more things just kind of align well and fall into place. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'll tell you, you know, like uh, Toscanini, you've heard, you know who that was, right? You know, Arturo yeah. Toscanini. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. When he, on his 94th birthday, so they interviewed him and they says, what do you think this is all about? He says, I'm going to tell you. At my tender age and having been doing this music for like 80 years, yeah, I'm finally starting to understand what this whole music thing is all about. <laughs> and, and they looked wow. at him and they looked at him and says, How can you say that? He says, Ah, because that way 
I get rid of the preconceived ideas I had that held me back from knowing it. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yep. Exactly. That's it. So there you go. So how long do you want to go on with this? Rebecca, what are you making for supper? <laughs> Actually, I don't know what I'm having. I have another phone call coming up in a little bit, so I'm not going to eat until later. Okay. But, right. um, okay. Yeah. Where Where but are this you was now? Great where do you meeting live? Boston? I live in um, Tiverton, Rhode Island, and Massachusetts. My mother lives in Massachusetts. I spend a lot of time over there. It's about 20 yeah, minutes I used away. To live in, I used to live in Newport, man. I loved it up there. Oh, oh, I lived in, yeah, I lived in Newport, too, at one time. Where? Yeah. You I lived where? at the mansion, the mansion called Sherwood that looked exactly like the White House. It's on Bellevue was Avenue. That on Bel- was that on Belvedere? Yeah, Bellevue. Uh, on Bellevue Avenue, across Bellevue, from Rosecliff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Sherwood. Looks like the White House. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that was, hus- that was on, husband uh, number two. Ah, uh-huh. ah. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I used to yeah. uh, love it over there. I really enjoyed it. I used to go over to, uh, you know, take, I uh, had a moped, so I'd go over the island and stuff like that. I used to go out to uh, the beaches and whatnot. Go to island? Yeah. No, in Newport, in Florida. And also, one of my favorite beaches was you know, Moon Beach, man, up on Route 1. I mean, <laughs> very, very interesting places, you know. But then, yeah. uh, you know, they moved across over to Jamestown for a while, you know. So uh, they says, okay, mm-hmm. enough with this. Back to the big town. You know, so there you go. Anyway, okay, yeah. so when's the next time we do this? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, well, <laughs> I think we have uh, – we stumbled – Something really uh, electric here. Um, it's it's got great humor. It's got uh, I mean, there's a congruence here. I mean, it's you know we're we're a perfect uh, team. Um, you know, this is kind of stuff that improv teams try to um, reach, and somehow we just kind of clicked, didn't we? That's good. Yeah, That's let's good. do it again. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I. Um, I mean, if you're ready to ask, that's more than fine. I think what I we touched on and started this, but I want to get to the next time we do this. So we'll, we'll, we'll end it now, and we're going to tell the people who are still here that stay tuned for the next one because we're going to talk about pervasive permissiveness. And Okay, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, what we want to do is we want, we want to get a specific uh, – I guess topic, if you want to call it a specific topic to focus on, because otherwise it just turns out the rambling like we're doing now, which is good because we're just getting to know each other. So that's of okay. Right. Too. Well, yeah. but look at the look at the chunks, the beautiful chunks of of uh, truth, of the brilliant truth. wisdom, brilliant wisdom and wit. Mm. That's what yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, that's you know, again, improv. It's uh, it's fun, fun stuff. Okay, so. Um, We'll end this. In fact, it's almost exactly an hour that, since I started the show. And um, we'll just tell folks to stay tuned for the next uh, – we'll come up with the name of it. Uh, it'll be the, the, the Hanchi Rebecca. No, Tom. no, no. We'll come, up, we'll, come up with it. we'll come up with a composite name that uh, you know, yep. makes everybody happy. And we'll start promoting it. We've got to start promoting it. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I Fun. like that. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for being with you. All right, so much fun. Oh, All right, thanks, everyone. Thanks. All right, take yeah. care. We'll speak soon. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, bye.
<clears throat> well, thank you, folks. That was a, a, a blast. I had a good time. I hope you did, too. And you, Hey, listen, you had three like minds. Well, we, we, we just talked about the human mind being a, a, a fallacy, but we had a, certainly three great connections of consciousness. Um, and what can I say? The uh, happy people, uh, actualized people. Uh, here was Hanchi in his 80s. Uh, doing all those things, writing novels, uh, writing poetry, creating music, uh, practicing martial arts. Uh, So that's it for Upbeat today, uh, the 25th of January, 2021. See you next time. Thanks.